Welcome to For Good Measure, an interview series celebrating diverse composers and other creative artists, sponsored by a grant from the California Arts Council. I'm Nanette McGinnis, Artistic Executive Director of Ensemble for These Times. In this week's episode, we continue our conversation with Angelica Necron, who we spoke to in November 2021. E4TT's concert on January 29, 2022, includes your wonderfully melancholy Sueño Recurrente. Can you tell us about the piece and what inspired you to write it? Sueño Recurrente, it's a piece that I wrote a long time ago. It's, if not my first, my second piece that I ever wrote. It's very influenced by Satie. I'm a huge fan, and Satie was one of those composers that really inspired me this kind of very, very unapologetic simplicity while at the same time having a sense of irreverence and at the same time being incredibly meaningful. Just, I don't know how, how he does it. Um, but but yeah, Sueño Recurrente is very much inspired by, by Satie and, and also by recurring dreams I was having at that time, I kept dreaming about these cars that were flying and I would think of them as ghost cars. I didn't, I, I really don't know what, what that means, but just this thing that keeps coming back in your dreams and then you try to make some sense of it, but maybe that's not the, that's not what it wants. It just exists and it's an image that stays with you. You've said, artists of color have been ready for a long time for the conversation to get past justifying why we deserve a seat at the table. Now a lot of the conversations are at a deeper level when we're lucky, and we get to have conversations about how structurally we can also be involved so that the change really starts happening. That's exciting. Can you talk more about this? I think I'm looking forward to to the conversation moving forward in a way that is more connected to sustainability and support and community. And especially now thinking about um, a lot of artists of color getting more commissions and more performances and more works because since last year's racial uprising, there's been a, an obvious shift in the programming, especially in major organizations like orchestras and realizing that, that we exist and we're here and, and we have things to say. So I think I'm, I'm interested in when that happens in a way that is not a natural progression or it's not something that has been at a pace that feels normal. It just feels like all of a sudden for some organizations, I'm, I'm interested in the conversations that we need to have about how can we make that sustainable and how we can best support artists to make the art they want to make not commission them to write about their trauma not commission them to write something about being an artist of color having this um, openness that we have for other artists be the same 
for for us and and I also want to talk more with colleagues about how do we make sure that once we're invited in places that have historically been excluding us how we can make sure that we're treated with respect and and that we can also find ways to invite other folks that haven't been invited in those spaces. Does it feel important to have teachers, mentors, and role models who share your background and heritage? I think it's really important that faculties and universities, conservatories, and summer camps and programs, administration and organizations, I think it's really important that all of those look like the world we live in and that they reflect the all the different perspectives and the different backgrounds of, of people. Um, that's unfortunately not the case. And we are mostly in a white male dominated culture. And so there's that, that lack of balance. It can have a lot of consequences for students and young artists when they enter into these spaces. And I think it's really important to have role models and teachers that um, that share our background and heritage. At the same time, that is a small part of who we are as an artist. Um, for some people, it's bigger. For some people, it's smaller. But it is not the totality of who we are as artists and as humans. So I think... It's important to have the option, um, but at the same time, it's, for me at least, even more important to consider the multiplicity of identity and that there are many interests that, that people have and that there are other, other factors that come into play when you, when you um, are looking for a role model or when you're looking for for a mentor or a teacher, and that um, your heritage is, is an important part of that makeup, but it's just an element from that totality. And then finally, if I have any advice to give to an aspiring artist or a current artist in these times or in general, I would say make the work that you want to make. I know it sounds very simple, but for a long time I struggled with that. I was not making work that I wanted to listen to. I was making music that I, the music that I thought other people um, wanted me to make. And I don't mean audiences. I mean, mostly in, in school, just overthinking um, music, music that would be interesting to talk about or that I could talk about the different operations I did to a... <laughs> A certain group of notes or a scale or or the chord progression I used or the those things are obviously great technical resources and are also um, things that are really important for for some composers but not for everyone. Um, I feel like finding the thing that feels right for you, the thing you're most excited about, and then pursuing that 
and trying your best to let go of all the voices that tell you otherwise. And never forget to have fun. Thank you for listening to For Good Measure, and a special thank you to our guest, Angelica Necron, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast by clicking on the subscribe button and support us by sharing it with your friends, posting about it on social media, and leaving us a rating and a review. To learn more about E4TT, our concert season online and in the Bay Area, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit us at www.e4tt.org. This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the California Arts Council and generous donors like you. Four Good Measures produced by Nanette McGinnis and Ensemble for These Times and designed by Brennan Stokes. With special thanks to audio engineer extraordinaire Stephanie Newman. Remember to keep supporting equity in the arts and tune in next week for Good Measures.